Hello, this is your girl, Michelle, sometimes known as the high top evangelist, sometimes known as Mama Wiz. I'm known as a lot of things. Call me what you want, just don't call me at night. <laughs> Too late. Well, it's Saturday, New Year's Eve. And I was just sitting here letting thoughts go through my mind. I laughed because my daughter said when I first started podcasts, it was as if I was acting. Just be yourself. And I thought, yeah, you're right. I think we see other podcasters, we hear, we watch. And then as we grow, we kind of get our flow. And I think I'm getting my flow now. I've shared with a lot of you that I had gotten COVID when we thought it was all over. So I need you guys to take care of yourselves and be safe. Uh, it was not good. I'm one of those that have uh, an already existing situation, diet, type 2 diabetes, and I'm also taking post-cancer pill. So when I got it, uh, I felt like I was dying. I was rolling around in the bed, felt like someone was punching my kidneys. Um, I was in the bathroom 10, 12 times at night, uh, couldn't breathe. Then when I thought I was getting better, all of a sudden I just dropped like a gang of weight. Skin was all loose. I was mad. <laughs> Muscles were all weak and it was, it was crazy. Uh, all the time wanting to lose weight. And now the way I lost it was why I was concerned. So I couldn't wait till I got home. I had, I had been in Vegas for three months waiting for my daughter to return home not return home. I'm sorry. I was waiting for my youngest to finish, you know, get comfortable. She had moved up to Vegas. And so I helped her move. We found the kids' schools. You know, we, you know, we walked around and just kind of got used to things. And it, it was fun though, because she's a sweetie. She's fun to be around. You know, I used to hear people say, after I raised them and disciplined them and saw them grow, now I can call them my friends. And uh, it was, it was awesome. But she had to go on a business trip. And when she said she got on the plane, she couldn't believe people coughing and sneezing. And so she came home and she thought she just had, first we had had the flu before she left. And then all of a sudden she started feeling weird. And then I felt weird. And me being older with the extenuating circumstances I already had, it was bad. So like I said, the losing weight and um, pain in the body, and then they took me to the hospital. And I'm a humor person. Uh, I should have been a comedian. So I was in there just laughing at stuff, and I had the people in the back laughing. And then there was a girl who was super sick. She kept apologizing. She was throwing up. I said, girl, stop apologizing. I got kids older than you. Just go on ahead and throw up. It's not bothering me. So she was, you know, she, I felt bad for her. I mean, I forgot how I felt, but you know, that happens sometimes when you put your heart and your care into someone else, all of a sudden you're, you don't feel as, as bad. You know, you could probably hear a little bit of it in my throat. Um, I still get the mucus and I have to take a inhaler every four hours. Uh, some people prefer mask with oxygen. I don't want to be walking around with extra stuff. So I'm afraid I might bump something or <laughs> I don't know. I think weird sometimes. So I just inhale every four hours at night. It still gets bad. And it's been since I see, I got it November 15th. And when I came back, I went to the doctor and they gave me all this stuff. And then they tried to give me some medicines. And when I saw those side effects, I said, are you kidding me? This thing says, uh, you, uh, urinary tract infection, uh, 
bacterial skin disease, um, heart fit. I mean, it was crazy. I've taken stuff before they had weird side effects, but this was scary. And I was like, you know, I prayed about it. And I think you should always do that. Don't, you know, doctors, that's why they're called practitioners. They're constantly learning. They don't know everything. And my faith is strong. So I will just pray, go to the doctor. And then when they give me a report, I'm like, here it is. Here it is, God, you see it. So help me to do right. And sometimes I'll just be sitting there and something will pop up like eat a cucumber and put a little bit of this on it or eat this. And so I'm getting better at what to put in my body to keep my numbers down. Dude, my number was like A1C was 14. And then when I would take the, the little meter thing and poke myself, it was almost 400. And they were telling me all these things that could happen, but God is good. And there's times I did feel like I was fading and I just couldn't wake up. My eyes was rolling around and then my dog would hit my chest or lay on my chest like she knew. And that would get me out of it. Wonderful. Dogs are just amazing. So I'm dealing with that, but I'm not whining and complaining. I do research. I look, listen to other people's stories and we're all going through because now there's long haul COVID and for whatever reason, usually people with things like me that already had things. So, you know, there are people who were athletes and they're saying they just can't do the same stuff. There was a football player well-known and he said it took him like six months to get back up. But even then he didn't feel himself. He's playing again. And, you know, but you just don't feel a hundred percent because it really does attack your respiratory system. So I just want all of you to be so careful and don't just take for granted. My, I have a friend that works at Quest Diagnostics in Vegas and she said it's on the rise. It's spiking again. And I know girls, you know, you like to look cute um, you know, let people see your face and your makeup, but you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask and not those cheapy ones. You got to get the one that they said. I think it's the N195, something like that. I don't, I don't want to be wrong, but let's look it up. Go to the CDC. You know, there's, there's, there's a plethora of information out there. So there's no way we could act dumb. Like we don't know what to do. Take care of yourself, eat right. And if you have circumstances, my diabetes wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. And I know it was brought on because of the COVID and what happened and now my lungs and all of that, but I'm staying on board. I'm still doing my um, Facebook live every Wednesday at two o'clock. I do straight from the heart. And then every now and then once a month, I bring you this one straight from the heart. So it's been a journey. I can't wait until next January. After the first, I'm going to have my favorite guest. I shouldn't say that, but she's my daughter, Kelly Naomi Slade. She talks about joy in the journey, single mom with two kids, and she has dealt with a lot of death and different things going on in her life and jobs up and down, but God has blessed her. I've seen sometimes I'm like, um, God, I know I'm not supposed to be acting like this, but can I get that favor? <laughs> It's like, uh, I'm doing what I need to do with you. You mind your business. <laughs> I just love him so. He loves my girls and I've seen him really <coughs> help them out. So that's enough of that. Um, you know, I was just thinking <coughs> how everybody, sorry, it's not professional, but I know you guys know that I'm dealing with the breathing and stuff. So it is what it is. You got to love me. <laughs> 
But, you know, we're coming up on the new year and I don't make resolutions. As I've said on my live show, I put one foot in front of the other and I just get up and I go and what happens next. Now, I do look down the road at my long term goals and I look to see where my short term goals are and I complete those. But I feel that one thing that you will hear all the motivational speakers say is, you know, don't settle. Don't give up. Don't say, I've been doing this two years, so I might as well give up. My numbers are low. Stop looking at all that. Just keep researching and doing the work. Record your voice. Uh, whatever your gift is, what, you know, maybe record yourself in your notes and listen back. Or if you, you, know, if you speak, listen to yourself and how you sound. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, it's if you want to grow, you have to add. You know, sometimes they tell you, you got to change your brand. You got to, you got to, if it's not working and it just looks like it's dry, then do something else. There's always something you can be doing to better yourself. It's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too young. Just do it. There's stories of young, young people, nine, eight, drawing, doing things and creating things already, making a gang of money, you know, and it's not just about the money, but are you happy? You have joy doing what you do. That's why I like the show uh, Joy and the Journey by Kelly Naomi, because this is a single mom with two children who has had the pains of, 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 of a, of a husband, I'm sorry, or fiance being killed. So one of her children has lost their parents and the child every now and then gets sad and says, why, why'd that have to happen to me? And then the other child doesn't know their parents. So, you know, Mothers will feel guilty. Oh, I did this, that, and the other. You know what? Keep it moving. What it, it is, what it is. The faith that you step that you took is you kept them. You didn't throw them away. You didn't leave them in a trash can. You didn't leave them by the side of the road. You kept those kids. You keep them clean and dressed and fed and in school and you show them love and you, you take time with them. That's huge. Because some people give up. Some people, I don't know my, my real father and I really don't care because I'm here. My heavenly father brought me here and he takes care of me. And when I go through and cry and see all the pain I've been through, the Holy Spirit will stop me and say, remember, and I'll start remembering all the times he was there that I didn't know at the time, even now, even going through this healing process and not being able to do the things I want to, but I'm not in a competition with anybody. So next year, I'm going to start back doing exercise. I'm going to incorporate it into straight from the heart. I'm not going to do two separate. Uh, I was doing one called Just Move, but I'm going to be like straight from the heart Wednesdays. Uh, this week, we're going to bring you this. Next week, we're going to bring you that. And I want to start talking about those things that those of you that know me, maybe you're going through, you know, what can you eat? What, for diabetes, you know, how can you find things that are tasty? Like in the summer, I forgot, like when I had had cancer, I was introduced to cutting up cucumbers and putting them in the water in the refrigerator. Oh my gosh. So refreshing. Lemons, lime, all that stuff's good for you. Make tea, put tea bags in a pot of hot water. Then when it cools off, put it in the refrigerator and you have a cold drink. That way you're not bored just drinking water all the time. Every now and then I do get weak and I want to Coke Zero or something like that, but then I'm in the bathroom and <laughs> no one likes that. Can't really 
I don't really like traveling with a lot of people. They'll say it's okay, but it gets on people's nerves when you keep saying you got to stop and go to the bathroom. So except for my husband and my kids, they just laugh and go, mom, just tell us we'll stop. So, you know, I'm that funny one that I bring a big roll of tissue and I'll be like, stop, there's a bush. <laughs> but, you know, <sighs> so, you know, just step into your year, into January. Don't give up. Just reassess what you're doing, why you're doing it. You're not competing with anyone. You are loving you. And by loving you, you make a testimony for someone else who is like, I don't know know how to move forward. They don't know how to attain their dreams. They don't have, they're not in the right group of people. They're not around the right crowd. And then your story is for them. I don't care. Everyone, I, I've heard people say, I don't have a story. You're a born, you're breathing, you're alive. You have a story that will fit someone. Everybody isn't going to like your story. Guess what? I found that out. Boo-hoo. It's okay. I don't need people to like me. I like me. I'm giving you whatever God leads me to give you. If you receive it, you do. If you don't, you don't. But that shouldn't stop anyone. You know, there's also those of you who, you know, I hear people, I, I love homeless ministry and prison ministry and all that. You know, I tried to run. I wanted to be, you know, the girl with the hair blowing in the wind and all the makeup. And uh, it's like a movie. My uh, fan broke and the wind stopped and my hair was just sticking straight out and my face had no makeup. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, in other words, you crash, you find out, you know, some people, that's their life. They do it. It's great. Eh, I've always been athletic. I tried to be the girly girl and I am sometimes for my husband. But eh, uh, I prefer to live out in the farm somewhere by a lake with a big tree and a tire hanging from it and watching kids and seeing some horses and stuff. I just don't really care for the city life, but I love God's people. And like I said, with those ministries, what I've learned is you have so much in you that you're not even aware of. I had someone tell me over and over, you're an encourager. And it sounded good, but I was like, yeah, yeah, but that's not a limelight. Nobody's looking at me. Uh, God had to really humble me. That's right. He knew me. No, no. You don't need people to look at you. You need to get over yourself. That's not how he talks. I mean, he's very loving, but I'm just saying I had to learn a lot and humble myself and realize it's not about me. And the more I gave, I enjoy leaving my house. I have a song called One More Day. You can find it on Spotify. That's my shameless plug. <laughs> but I go for a walk and I always depend on God to lead me past someone, walk past someone. I don't care if they're homeless or if they're just sitting on a bus. I don't care if it's just a smile or someone's in line and they don't have change and you're like, I got it. But you don't act all, all deep about it. God told me to give you. No. God's already there. He already orchestrated it. Do what it is that you're led to do. And don't look for accolades. God's going to bring them. You don't need people to pat you on the back. How do you know you're not the one that you leave your house and that person, he has a sitting somewhere and you're assigned to walk up and just say, hi. Simple. How are you doing? Okay. What if they turn like, mm. well, a lot of people act like that because they're not used to being loved. They're already on the defense, negative. You don't have to be that way. You're built that way. Some of you aren't. Some of you just aren't <laughs> friendly. You're just all about you. And do. And it's okay to do you and do what you want to do, but you were created for such a better purpose. 
All of us were. We just got to get away from the negativity and from the wrong crowd. Because if you're around those people who always go, please, I don't know why you keep doing that. I don't even know why you're wasting your time. You see how much money you didn't put into that? You had how many songs you recorded, how many videos, and where'd that get you? It brings me joy. It brings me joy because it's what I do and what I've been given to do. And I met a young guy a couple of weeks ago. Well, I didn't meet him. I knew him. He was in a group called Hearts uh, Playground Preachers, but now they're older. They had gone away. And when they came back, they're all taller than me and, you know, just a beautiful children. And we were talking and then he said, I like your song. And I'm thinking it's going to be one of my upbeat dance ones. And he goes, yeah, something about love, a heart, a you. Someone said you. He goes, yeah, you. You could also find that on Spotify, but they messed it up. So you might want to wait. We got it. Or you can go to YouTube. Just type in Michelle Slade. And I say it ma because I have to remind people my name is has an A-M-A instead of M-I. And to me, that was incredible to hear a young person that's like 13 or 14 saying they liked a slow song like that. He said it's so R&B-ish and, and, and nice. And I was like, wow. So that does my heart glad because I know without a doubt that I had nothing to do with me. I wrote it. I didn't know it was going to be these young people. Some young people go, you know, I don't listen to gospel, but that beat that goes with it. But the beat makes them hear the song, the lyrics. Okay. So remember, don't go, oh, another year, another failed business. I don't have any savings. I don't have anything going on for me. I might as well just be a bum. There's a lot of people on the streets that I've talked to. You'd be amazed at who was a doctor, a lawyer, an administrator, a singer. I go into prisons and I met people who sang with big name groups and they went to jail because they made a mistake and they'll never get out. I was so sad. One guy said, when you get out of here, he was like, I, I'm in here for life. And I had to think quick. I said, well, use your voice anyway and bring people joy. God can still use you. I really believe that, you know? So, well, I kind of feel like that. that's it. That's what I was given. And I'm gonna go back and watch TV. <laughs> It's Saturday, New Year's Eve. I love you guys. Keep hoping, keep believing, keep trusting. God loves you and so do I. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs>